What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing well. I know I'm doing well. Um, this is the second episode of the Night Shift. I am your host, as always, Zach Hernandez. And today, I got one of my good friends hopping on the show. I got my boy Trey. Say what up, Trey. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing today? Appreciate you coming on. Um, if anybody out there has not listened to the first episode, you always can, no matter where you listen to it now. The, the, the first one will be available there, too. Um, I have my boy Vince on. We gave some playing predictions and some NFL off-season winners and losers. That was a lot of fun, but so I got my boy Trey on today. I know we're going to have some uh, some good conversation. I knew he'd be somebody that would be good for the pod, so uh, we got yes, a few sir. things we want to cover today. Um, we want to talk a little bit about maybe LeBron, uh, his his legacy, how that's going to look, give a little, give some takes on the Niners and maybe some NBA predictions, some finals predictions. Um, but before we hop into it, I'm going to put you on the spot real fast, bro. Um, right. just, I'm going to just ask you a few questions. Not, 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 nothing crazy. Just, uh, so people can get to feel for who you are. So real fast, uh, who, what, what teams you root for your professional teams, who you root for. All right, guys, I'm a diehard Niners fan. That's Niners and giants. There's no question about it. But when we get to the NBA, <laughs> I'm not a Warriors fan. I am a Nets fan. <laughs> I I'm a Nets fan guys. I got to say Kyrie. I've, I've followed Kyrie. From 2011, whatever his rookie season was, rookie of the year, I followed him to the Celtics, but now I'm on to the Nets. I'm I'm really on to the Nets. I'm I'm ready to get this plan going, playing tournament today. today. Yeah, man, they should they should whoop up on Cleveland. Oh yeah, dude. I'm not I'm not worried about Darius Garland. I'm not worried about those guys, dude. Not at yeah. all. Especially with no Jared Allen, they're not gonna. I don't yeah, think exactly. A Jared Allen was just like a, a key role center lockdown rebound. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even know who they have there right now. Yeah. I guess it's just Evan Mobley out there, but that's oh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, But yeah, Kyrie, I remember used to be a uh, big into the Cavs back when oh. they were playing the Warriors, man. Now <laughs> we'd have some battles <laughs> back then. <laughs> oh, dude, the, the shot, you know, the shot Kyrie over yeah. Curry. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. All right. Okay. Stuff. All right. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, another question. Uh, who are your goats? You got any goats? You got any? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got to say Michael Jordan, number one. Um, that's uh, NBA. MLB, I got to go Derek Jeter. I've always been a Jeter fan. But I like to say Bonds, dude, you can't deny his power in home run hitting. Like the steroid topic has to has to go, dude. It's the end of his career, dude. But um, and my uh, my NFL goat, I might have to go Jerry. I love Jerry. And my dad, oh, yeah. he always told me Jerry Rice, dude. Like, and I've kind of, I've got to kind of followed that. I mean, yeah. besides Tom Brady, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think everybody says Tom Brady, but mm-hmm. I like Jerry. Yeah. Jerry Rice is probably the most skilled player of all time. At least in my nah, opinion, I think so. Seriously. I see um, some highlights. Him just running down the field, catching some bombs. 
I wish we could have. I wish I could have watched him play live, dude. Dude, that's Man. the thing, dude. Like, I kind of feel bad for saying he's one of my goats because I never got to see him play live. I just see yeah. highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel but that. I wish I got to see him play. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, all right, one last question. I'm gonna just—it's a little different. Who you think is the clutchest player in basketball right now? I think I'm gonna know who you're gonna say, but who you think? <sighs> Like, I honestly have to say Stephen Curry. Like, oh, for some yeah. weird reason, it comes up <laughs> in my head. I imagine, like, 18 seconds left, and he's pulling up and hitting a three. Like, I- I'm going to have to. I'm not going to say Kyrie because <laughs> he's a stud. He's a stud. But I just remember watching Curry this year against the Rockets, and it was like oh, yeah. tie game. He just pulls up. Boom. I was just yep. like, he- this dude is unbelievable, man. He's crazy. crazy. Like I really thought you were going to say Kyrie, bro. I'm not going to lie. Nah, but... dude, I haven't seen Kyrie hit a buzzer beater in so long, dude. Like, I don't know. Not this year, at least, you know. Yeah. I like the Steph respect. Um, but all oh, right. No, this... my, my respect's there for Steph. I, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. He's crazy, man. Um, and the Warriors are definitely going to need him. Without him, their toast is playoff. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, dude. How's his, how's his health going? Is he coming back? Is he ready? Yeah, they reevaluated him and said they don't know yet. Uh, they said he's making good progress, and game one will be a close call. So, okay. I guess, I guess if not game one, it looks like game two should be good. But I don't know. We'll see. Nuggets, right? They have the Nuggets. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, okay. dude. Going against Jokic it's up to Kerr. Be tough. Yeah, it's up to exactly. Kerr to stop Jokic. It's it really is. I agree, hundred percent. Kerr's gonna have to step up. <clears throat> um. All right. Let's hop into our, our first topic we want to talk about. We all know LeBron James. Uh, so where's, Le- where's LeBron James going to be uh, watching? Where's he going to be watching the playoffs at? Because he's not going to be playing in them. He's going to be sitting, he's gonna be sitting uh, on his couch probably at home because uh, he, couldn't, he couldn't will that team to the playoffs, I guess. Or even the play-in. I'm not even going to say playoffs. Play-in. Yeah, that makes it easier for him. So I'm going to pose a question to you, man. Do you think that LeBron missing the play-in tournament affects his legacy at all? Not at all. This is terrible. LeBron James, 30.2 points per game at 37, 38 years old. And you're telling me it's his fault that he didn't make the playoffs? Look at Anthony Davis. What the heck? Where are you at? Hurt all season. Russ playing like he's freaking Rajon Rondo, dude. Like, come on, dude. Like, I need some help. I need some help for LeBron I'm not Horton Tucker is not his go-to guy yeah um was really interesting season for the Lakers I'll say um but I think that this should affect his legacy and I think it will just I want to bring up I will I will I will give LeBron some acknowledgement he didn't have a bad season at all he had a great statistical season he averaged 30 points six assists eight rebounds efficient shooting he could work on his free throws, but that's always been part of his game. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's a great season. That's a great season, especially shooting 52% from the field. But I want to ask another question. When are we going to stop these double standards for LeBron? Because let's go off what everybody talked about Russell Westbrook back in the day. Russell Westbrook, everybody said meaningless stats, meaningless stats. He's got empty stats. And he even willed that Thunder team to the seven seed or six seed one year with no help, but LeBron can't even get his team to the 10 seed. So wouldn't these be empty stats? 
No, no, no. I totally, I totally hear you right now. I Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook, he he did do that. But my opinion on that, I don't think the conference was as strong. This year's Western's conference from one to eight is strong. Like they really are. And I, I feel like it's not even it's not even really like LeBron saw. It's kind of the coaching, you know, halfway through the year they wanted to fire their head coach and I just felt like that that Thunder team was a little bit more stronger. You know, all those players, they were there for years. It's just KD left. It was just one player. LeBron has a whole new team. Like, it was just chemistry, you know? Like, Ibaka was still with Russ, right? And all those players. Yeah. Um, I think we should I think we should look at this as as a little bit of empty stats just because I don't think LeBron is all that great of a teammate and a leader anymore. Uh, I'm not going to... God, dude. (laughs) Well, I'm not... I don't like that. I do not like that. Well, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm not going to sit here and talk about what LeBron did in years prior because, you know, I'm not – 2007 is an accomplishment when he dragged that awful Cavs team to the the finals. I will say the East was pretty weak back then, but I'm not going to disregard that accomplishment. That's crazy. But it's 2022 now, and LeBron is not – the same guy when it comes to his leadership skills. Number one, I think he um I think he destroyed the Lakers. The Lakers had something going for him. The Lakers had young talent. LeBron comes in. All these guys get shipped off, and they all flourish without LeBron. All these young guys play better when they leave LeBron. Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, all these guys. You, I can't deny that, dude. I'm looking around the talent that left the Lakers. I'm like, holy, look at Kuzma, look at Caldwell Pope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't deny that. Those guys are flourishing everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And I think that LeBron, he, I mean, I think that says something about his leadership and, and you know, him being a teammate. I think that says a lot when, uh, especially when you look at this season, when they couldn't even get to the 10th seed. And let's be real. At the beginning of the season, a lot of people thought that the Lakers were going to be like a top five team. I thought they were going to be good. No way did I think they were going to be the 11th seed in the West. So it's not like they didn't have talent because we all saw it. Sure, the chemistry wasn't there. But if LeBron James was this great leader and he could do all this with nothing, he should have been able to beat out the Pelicans and the Spurs. I mean, those are good young teams, but come on. I wish I had an answer, dude. I really (laughs) wish. The first thing that comes to my head is Anthony Davis, but – that goes so long because at the point you just got to be like, we don't have AD. We have Dwight Howard, 38 years old, <laughs> but um, <laughs> they're definitely old. <laughs> Carmelo po- post fade. I'm just like, Oh, here's the it, it's, it's, it was tough watching this year. It, it really was. But yeah. um, <clears throat> no, I definitely hear you, dude. I definitely hear you on the players that have gone away. Maybe it's because LeBron's pressure, you know, the prime time game every single night. LeBron's pass to you, you know, it's it's different. I'm sure when you get a pass from freaking Kuzma, it's different than <laughs> getting a pass from LeBron. Yeah. But might <laughs> yeah. be that pressure aspect. Yeah, I get that too. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think playing with LeBron, especially in Los Angeles, that's such that's like the biggest market in the entire league. Dude, it, it really um, is. So there is definitely a lot of pressure for like a young guy to get drafted there. Um, and, and be expected to play with LeBron. But um, like I said, I do think that the, he kind of – sure, they got the bubble championship, whatever. I'll give it to him uh, yeah, with, that, with that with that three months rest. But um, <laughs> I think that this whole – I think LeBron's stint in, as a Laker has been a failure. Um, 
I mean, a ring I, is never a failure. A ring with the team will never be a failure. I think overall, this team was expected to win a lot more. And I will say injuries came into play. Um, but the fact that they can't even get close to winning a ring without a bubble, without three months rest for old LeBron, that probably helped LeBron. Sure, it helped everybody. But LeBron's an old man. I mean, you know, that probably helped him a lot. And I think this whole bubble thing was just kind of, I mean, it was it was a little it was a little flaky. It was just a little odd to me. So the fact and I think it says a lot that in 2019, they missed the playoffs. 2020, they come and win the bubble championship. OK, so let's see how good they really are. 2021. First well, round where were the Warriors during our Lakers championship run? Where were the Warriors? Was Curry okay. eating potato chips at home? Curry played five games that season. Curry played and, five games. <laughs> but what did the Warriors do? Well, we had we we had nobody. We had, and then and then that allowed us to get James Wiseman. But uh, we couldn't. And you, tell me how that's working out. Is the James Wiseman pick's been a little sketchy? But I I would have picked that pick ten times out of ten. I'm not mad at it. I have a lot of faith in James Wiseman. Just wait. Um, he's I've been look. hearing a lot of buzz. He's going away. He's going no, away this I, off season. I think he's staying. I think he'll stay. Um, I think for another rehab year. I, th- <laughs> I think he'll be here next year, man. I don't think we give up on him that fast. Um, he's got potential. Um, but anyways, I mean, so yeah, he, they missed the, their first round exit against Phoenix last season and they missed the play in this year. So they won a bubble championship, but they can't do anything else outside Dude, of the even bubble. Also last year, AD was hurt. He didn't even play in the play in against the Warriors last year. This guy is the reason to blame. Like, I swear to God, you have oh. LeBron. Old LeBron putting up 30 points a game, but AD is not on the floor. It's hard. It, it really is, dude. Yeah. And, the, um, and then the Suns were so – dude, the Suns, I don't see anybody beating them in a seven-game series. Realistically, it's going to be really hard. Seven-game series. I agree with that this year. I don't. I mean, at least in the West. I don't think they'll win the finals, but I think in the West, no one beats them in seven games. Um, but, yeah. yeah I like, do, they, I, sorry, I, I was going to interrupt. Um, no, you're good. All these teams in the West have the talent to come out on maybe one night and beat the Suns. But seven games, I just don't see it. You need a Booker injury, uh, an Aiton injury. You need something like that. I agree. I think the thing about the Suns is why they're so good is that they have so many guys up and down the roster that can just get a bucket if they need to. They got so many guys. That oh, team, dude. And even when they, they play without Chris Paul and they still look like a top team in the league, when the – when the Warriors lose Steph Curry, this team's a disaster. Oh, so God. I think that yeah. says I think that says a lot. Um, it, it really does. Um, so I, I can agree with you on that. I don't I don't know if any team in the West takes Phoenix. Um, the Warriors in Memphis will give them a run, but I don't see it happening. As much as I want my Warriors to do it, it's it's not going to happen this year. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. We're focusing on a team that's out. Let's focus on the team that's in. You got some it. tasks ahead of you. You got Nikola Jokic. How do you feel about that? What do you do? You think he'll beat you guys? No, I don't think they're gonna win. Um, I think it's gonna be tough though, just because Looney's our only big man right now. Obviously, with Wiseman out, it's been that way all year. Um, and Looney's when we played the Nuggets before, Looney's actually looked. He's played some decent defense on him. One game though, he won't do oh, it for yeah. you know five, six, or seven games. Um, so Jokic will feast against us. It's just going to be a matter if, you know, our bench guys, if Andrew Wiggins will finally step up. Clay's been killing it the past three games, so if he can continue yeah, that. And yeah, obviously, Steph being back. Steph needs to be back. If, if Steph's not back, this yeah, we'll probably lose in the first round. Yeah, no, no, 100%, dude. Like, uh, Wiggins, after the All-Star break, I'm just saying brick after brick. 
his his unders every night are hitting well on FanDuel, dude. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. He's been uh, he's been he's been really inconsistent. He played really well at the beginning of the season, but yeah, all star starter too. And then I know uh, totally, totally. Yeah, I I don't see it for the Warriors this season, dude. I I hope that uh, you guys get bounced out. <laughs> you have a chance to beat the uh, the Jokic post up because you know Jokic gets in the paint, catches it down here. He either dishes out to the corner or it's a little, it's a little, little yeah. floater up. That's how they play, dude. So yeah, I think um, Kerr could stop that. Yeah, I hope so. I, I mean, Steve Kerr is questionable. I'm not a big fan of him at all. I'm not a big Steve Kerr Steve guy. Kerr? Are you yeah. serious, dude? Oh After yeah, no, four, I don't. Four championships. No, four championships, six appearances to the playoffs. He doesn't float your boat. Not good enough. Not, not at all. Mark Jackson. You want Mark Jackson? I don't think it matters. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say this. I didn't. I didn't, I think that back with those championship days, it didn't matter. I didn't think. I didn't think whoever was coaching that team mattered. There were there was so much talent there. Now that is Steve Kerr's time to coach. Steve Kerr's got to coach now. This is his. This is the year he's got to develop the youngsters, and he's got to actually coach a team where he doesn't have Kevin Durant to bail him out. His lineups are awful. He's the probably one of the worst situational coaches I've ever watched. Now I will say he's picked it up a little bit recently, but I think our biggest obstacle this year in the playoffs is him himself, Steve Kerr. Wow. That's, that's a big shocker, dude. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. That's a, I know. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not a Steve Kerr guy. I don't think, I think a lot of the time, if we need de- if we need a defensive lineup, our defenders are on the bench. If we need scoring, our scores are on the bench. I've seen it too many times. Uh, and you know, a lot of the times he's given these guys like Damian Lee, He's getting 20 minutes a night when Gary Payton's only getting seven or yeah. John, John Kaminga, who needs to be developed and get all this playing time is only playing four minutes. So those are, those are, those are decisions that I just question. I don't, I don't understand his thinking. I question those too. Now nah, Kaminga should definitely be getting more playing time. GP should also be getting more playing time. I, I do agree with that. I do agree, but you shouldn't be turning back on Steve, man. He's a hall of fame coach and he's been coaching for what? Seven years. Six years is a Hall of Famer already. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll definitely be a Hall of Famer, but I don't think that those three championships, uh, I don't think they define his coaching ability. I, I'm going to be honest, man. Me and you, we could have coached that Warriors team to two, <laughs> three championships, bro. I mean, yeah. I don't think – I just I just think he had to stay out of the way. And I guess that's one positive is that he did stay out of the way for the most part um, because maybe some coaches would have tried to actually do too much, but – he just stayed out of the way and let them do their thing. How much did you need to coach when you got Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green? You don't need to do all that much. Those yeah, guys just no. get a bucket. But what about the years before when they didn't have KD? That's a good point. I mean, we lost to Cleveland. Um, I, I, I get, I, I, I always say that series was rigged. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Draymond <laughs> um, blocked by James. I mean, I, I'm not. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I'm not gonna. You know, the Warriors. They did get lucky on a little on some. Uh, injuries to to opposing teams i will say that um but that team was still really good and that team was likely one of the i mean obviously the best team in the league and i I will give him credit for that 2015 ring i mean he did that but i don't think that's i think a lot of people could have done what steve kerr did and got this recognition i think they're blinded by his championships dude but five straight appearances to the championship five who's done that before no one's done that before. That's wild. So it's, it's crazy. Great, it's a one of the best dynasties besides the uh, Jordan era. 
Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. I think it is. I think it's probably, I mean, it's arguably the greatest team ever assembled and that's probably why he succeeded so much. It's because it was the greatest team. I think Steve Kerr's the definition of right place at the right time. He was with Michael Jordan in Chicago and won what three with Jordan. And then he went to San Antonio and won two with Tim Duncan and those Spurs. And then he got to the Warriors. He was part of three dynasties and it's not like he was the big part of them at all. Dude, but what happened with one year before that, Mark Jackson? What did he do? A bounce I, out to the Clippers in the semis? Yeah. Well, I think uh, Mark Jackson wasn't all that great of a coach, um, but you just, it, they needed a little bit more time. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, to, to gel together and get that chemistry role. And I think they must have needed a little bit more time. And look at Yeah, him. but he got a championship the first year. Yeah, he, that's he didn't true. need no time. He came there and said, we're winning a ring. Okay, I'll, now we're going to win a second one. I will say that that Steve Kerr did a good job in his first year of kind of implementing the offense that the Warriors have, have used for years now. That was kind of his his idea, and, he, and he, he got this offense role. And so I'll give him credit there. Um, but I just think that after all these years, um, I don't know if he's just gotten lazy because of all those championships, but he just it's time for him to coach, and he's not doing an amazing job. So, But I like I said, I will say that, at the end of the season, he's looked, he's made those adjustments that I've been criticizing all year. Yeah, which is yeah. Steve Kerr's issue was no adjustments, and he's finally made a few. So we'll see how it goes, man. I'm not a big Steve Kerr guy, but I hope he can prove me wrong. I want him to. No, I'm going to pay attention to that in the playoffs because, you know, I, I watch the Warriors, but I'm not a night-to-night game. I definitely watch, but when you say Steve Kerr ain't make the right adjustments, I'll pay attention to that. Yeah, Just coming check up. it out. Yeah, man, it gets me mad all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, NBA is looking, uh, it's looking crazy. I guess we could bounce to the. Uh, let's give some predictions since we're already talking about the playoffs a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got any sleepers? Any hot takes? Any predictions? Yeah, I got a hot take. I think Miami Heat is going far this year, dude. Spolstra is. I know they're the one seed and like, oh, you're just saying that for the one seed, but it's not even the one seed. I see a, a really good defensive team with bucket getters, dude. Hero, Jimmy, Bam, my body, Bam's little floater game. You know, like Duncan Robinson comes and splashes. That team's lethal. I think they're going to the championship. With actually, Low- oh, dude, Lowry. I know. That's a good team, bro. I actually, I, I like that take. I, and I do think it's a hot take because a lot of people are disrespecting them. A lot of people are disrespecting Miami, saying they're kind of frauds. Um, but I agree with you. I think I think that team's legit now, and they're the one seed for a reason. I don't think yeah. that. A lot of people think they're going to get bounced second round, but I honestly don't see that. I mean, you know, the, the East is tough, but I could definitely see them making conference finals or even the NBA finals. 100%. I think their biggest competition is always use the Bucks. I don't. We they don't need to worry about the Celtics because Tatum and Brown have improved nothing in the playoffs. They're just like the Jazz, dude. Them and the Jazz. I'll see them. They have a tiny bit of hype, and then first, second round gone. No, there's no worry with them. It's it's the Nets, the Bucks, and the uh, Heat in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I like those picks. Um, you're you're not big on Philly. You don't think no, they're dude. Legit? No, not at all. I really don't think so. Harden and and in tough games, I saw some stat. It was like one in nine in elimination games. Like Harden really doesn't have the the bucket getter in the fourth quarter playoffs. Yeah, Harden doesn't have like that it. clutch gene. He doesn't have the clutch gene. No, he um, doesn't, dude. Um, I think there's four teams that could legitimately win it, and I might give it to the Sixers just based on talent. 
as the fifth team. But in order, I think it goes uh, Milwaukee as the in the East. Milwaukee, Miami, Brooklyn, Boston, and then um, who is who we just talked about? Sixers. Yeah, Sixers. I don't know why. I was yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. I think I think Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee's my favorite to win the championship. I think they're going to win it again this year. Um, Miami, I like obviously, pick, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of boring because they're the, they're you know defending champions in this now, but dude, that team is that team shows up. They have the most. They have probably the most experience um, for playoff. I mean, they just came off a title run. Um, Giannis is yep. absolutely ridiculous. He's crazy, and I mean, I think being there last year helps them a lot too. And I just think they're the best team. They're the team to beat offensively and defensively. No, I, I totally agree, dude. I see a defensive team, plus the transition is unreal with Giannis on the court. When you miss, your center needs to be back in the paint in one second because mm-hmm. he's getting the and one freaking. Yeah. <laughs> like, how tall is he, dude? He just goes like this. It's a yeah, bucket. I, I like, know, come dude. on. I'll be in the NBA if I was that size, bro. You're just like this. I know, dude. The ball. <laughs> I know. Just drop it in there. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, you know, I think I think the Sixers out of those five, I think they have a chance to get there, but they're my least. They have the, I hate the, the smallest Sixers, chance. Yeah, that's not me this year, bro. I, uh, they have a good pick and roll game, but other than that, I don't see Tobias Harris hitting shots. I don't see Danny Green hitting shots. Their defense is eh. It's yeah. just that's not it. Not it for me. They're like the They've, Nuggets, my opinion, in both leagues. Yeah, they look. They've looked a little. They've looked a little uh, suspect the past few weeks, especially since they got James Harden. He hasn't looked how he used to, but I'm, it's going to be yeah. tough for me to go to to say that they can't go far just because of Joel Embiid having a monster season. We know what James Harden can do. We don't know if it will happen, but we know what he can do. And the one thing that hurts him a lot is this this series because Toronto, they're playing Toronto, and they're pretty good. Um Matisse, oh, Toronto. Th- yeah. Matisse Thibel won't be able to play in games in Toronto because he doesn't have a second vaccine. So that'll, mm. yeah, that's, mm. that, I mean, that'll hurt him when they play in Toronto because Matisse Thibel is a really good defender. Yeah, um, he is. So, you know, there's a few factors that go into it, but I think they have the talent to do it, but we'll just have to see if they execute it better in the playoffs. I think they, I think they beat the Raptors. I think 100%. Red Fan Fleet, he's a good player in Siakam, but they do not. They don't match up against Harden and Embiid. Yeah, I think it'll be a good series, but I, I can, I think, I think Philly will walk away with it. Um, it's actually crazy though, because assuming Brooklyn beats Cleveland, they will be going against the, the Celtics. Celtics. Who do you think wins that? Brooklyn? Kyrie back in Boston. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Not a fan of the Celtics team either, dude. Tatum, he's not fully developed. He's done really good, but I think KD gets him in the post, just eats him alive, series after series or game after game. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that one, dude. I I don't know. I think a lot of people are going for Boston, but too much offensive firepower on Brooklyn, dude. That offense is insane. And you're going to need guys like Seth Curry and Andre Drummond to do you know, to do their thing for you guys to yeah. win. But yeah, the um, role players. as long as they do it, dude, Boston's really good defensively. And that's, that's Brooklyn's biggest liability, but I think their offense just cancels it out. You know, it really does, dude. And uh, the Brooklyn's also a good transition team. You know, Claxton's running down the court, Duncan, like I mm-hmm. see like the over, like I'd I be watching games over unders and the Brooklyn's over just hits every night. Cause they're just so fast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, it, it's just it, that team's crazy with KD and Kyrie, who in the games that he has played, because he has played all of them, obviously, but in the games he has played, I mean, if Kyrie was playing every single game, I honestly think he'd be MVP conversations. He's been playing, okay, he's been playing okay. crazy. I firmly believe that. I was talking to one of my buddies about that the other day, actually, and he totally disagreed with me. But I mean, if you look at Kyrie Irving's numbers this season for the games that he has played, he's been absolutely unreal. Yeah, he has what three 40 point games in like, yep. like 30 something games. Like, that's, yeah. that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's like a small guard, you know, you know, Giannis and KD are out there, 6'10, 6'11. Kyrie is six foot one, if that. Yeah. Yeah, and he's out there That's getting small. buckets, dude. Yeah, he's a little guy, dude. I respect those little guys, Trey Young, Curry, Kyrie, little buckets. I like it. Yeah, dude. Um, so that that'll be a good series, assuming that happens. Assuming Brooklyn beats Cleveland in a couple hours. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to see what's up with that. But I'm just worried about Marcus Smart doing something dirty to Kyrie. I hate Marcus Smart. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, he's he's screwed up. Steph Curry, Curry that yeah, dude. Oh shoot. I mean, it was a tough call. I don't know if it was dirty, but I wish he would have just paid a little bit more attention when he dove for that ball because that's a I mean, that's a that's a bad play. You can't oh, I mean yeah. it's tough because you gotta hustle for the ball, but if you see somebody's leg just vulnerable like that, you can't dive on it. I mean, come on, dude. That's yeah, dude. There's three no players you don't do that with LeBron, KD, and Curry, bro. They're they're <laughs> like the the trio of the NBA, you know, like Brady yeah. too. You don't yeah. hurt Brady. You don't yeah. go after his ACL. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's how so that's yeah. how I feel about those players. Yeah, hopefully Marcus Smart doesn't do anything crazy, dude. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. who knows how that'll go? He's like um, Pat Pat Bev's brother, older brother, yeah. or younger brother. <laughs> Pat Bev's younger brother, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I was going to ask, uh, so tomorrow it's tomorrow, the Hawks and the Hornets play for the nine ten. who do you think wins that one? Cause I think that's going to be a good one, but my money's on Trey Young. Yeah. My money is definitely on the Hawks, but I feel like if the game just gets ugly and scrappy, that's when the, uh, LaMelo's team, the Hornets win is mm-hmm. when the transition, the pace gets all messed up. But if the Hawks keep it on like a, a court to court, Bucket to bucket game, they whoop. I agree. But you know, if it starts getting a little, little fast, that, that's when the Hornets start sneaking up on you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Trey's that guy. I think he I think he shows up when it matters most. Um, and and that's kind of who he is. He's built for the big stage, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna easily beat the Hornets, and then he's gonna go on to play Cleveland for the final eighth seed, and I think he's gonna beat them too. So I think Atlanta will end up in the A seed. Yeah, I don't know how Atlanta's just so low. That's what scares me, though. It's like mm-hmm. we like Trey Young, but there's no way you have that talent around you, Trey, and you're 9-10 seed. That don't make sense to me. John Collins, Bogdanovich, all those guys, you know? It's crazy because they had such a good run last year. I mean, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then now they're the 9 seed or the 10 seed. They're one, No, yeah. they're the 9 seed. It's, it's kind of crazy how big of a change that is. Is Trey Young to blame that? I mean, a lot of people would like to blame him just because of his defensive liability because he he's he's a pretty awful defender. He can't defend for anything. But, I mean, he provides so much when it comes to scoring and distributing. I mean, he was a total leader in total points and total assists this year over everybody. Mm-hmm. He had the most total points and the most assists. So, I mean, he provides so much on the offensive end. You just got to ask a few guys on that team to step up defensively, and you should be good. But it is kind of concerning that they're so low. That is, dude. I um, 
I like Trey Young, but um, what I see is like a a three second shot clock. It will be at like twenty seconds. He's coming down the court, pulls up, misses. Momentum changes because then the other team holds on the ball, and it, I just feel like that momentum that he provides quick shots off the threes. He doesn't make all of them, dude. I see him miss a lot from downtown, like a yeah. lot. Yeah, he shoots a lot. He, he does shoot a shooter. I want to see his percent. Can you pull it up? I want to see his three-point percentage. I know he's a strap, but let's check it out. Um, he definitely shoots a lot, no doubt. Um, you got to – I guess he's got – he's hoping that the other guys will step up. But let's see. I got it right here. Trey Young's three-point percentage this year. It's actually pretty good. It's 38%. I mean, that's not awful at all. Yeah, um, that is. It could be could be better, but um, 38%, he's 46% from the field, so – He's around um, around 50. Around 50 is cool, in my opinion. So he uh he is a little lower on the lower side though. 45%, you say? Right? Field 40, f- 46 from the field. Oh, 46. Um usually around 50 is pretty good. Like if you're at 50, that's you're solid. Um yeah. So I'd say, I mean, that's all right. He's a little low, but it's not bad. I mean, when you're the best guy on that team, though, down, you're taking majority of the shots, your percentages may not be that high yeah um but so yeah i mean we I can expect that. to see atlanta and the eighth seed i think that's where they'll end up um, i might have a hot take i might have atlanta getting bounced out by one of these teams maybe cleveland think- is the one to do it dude because i think cleveland this year with no lebron they're just a faithful team dude they're gonna go out there and scrap they're gonna scrap and i think yeah. maybe trey gets a little flustered when cleveland comes to play yeah, that could happen. I mean, Cleveland's been good. The one thing that just concerns me is no Jared Allen. He's not played in the game against Brooklyn. They're not sure if he'll play in the second game, um, if they end up getting to the second game. But, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. No Jared Allen. That guy is one of their better defenders, and he's he's just such a solid big man presence to have in the paint. So, without him, I mean, I don't see Cleveland winning because uh, they have they haven't even looked that good without him either in the last, like, few weeks they haven't looked all that well i mean darius Garland's a killer but i don't think he could do it himself no definitely not definitely not but they're gonna do it they got i got them against the hawks 100 you'll see it bro you'll see you it. think you think so yeah. <laughs> they'll but be kevin good love, kevin love still in the corner oldie kevin, kevin love dude he's been in the league for crazy long that guy yes. dude he's a he's relevant from the lebron poster this year that's why i know yeah. why he's still in the league yeah, you, you seen that LeBron come down on him? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Like, I saw try that to set a screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, yeah, I got dude. a question for you though. You ever yep. like one a.m. You like wake up and you got like you're like sweating and you hear blocked by James. <laughs> Just freaking oh, get that out God. of here, Warriors. Get that oh. out of here. Get oh, that out of here. God. <laughs> I will say that that probably happened back when it went back in 2016 because I took that loss really hard. Um, not anymore, I don't think. But uh, that's a valid question. That one hurt. Every time I see a post about it or every time I see that block or the shot, I immediately will swipe. I see it. I see a lot every of posts. Every year. Every year it happens. I see a lot of posts on uh, Instagram and TikTok that are like, 
it'll start like the intro of the video will be like 2016 was the best year in sports and it'll be like it'll show a lot of like clips and i already know what's coming yeah. first so i always <laughs> oh i never watch God. them anymore i oh never watch God. them dude that's I fucking hilarious i wish we weren't associated with that but what are you gonna do we got kd out of it he wouldn't have come here i don't think if we won that one but <laughs> yeah. i'll i'll yeah. stand by the statement man i think that I, I i think that series was rigged dude in lebron's favor bro I, re- I really that is not I really, Rick. We scrapped really, you guys out. No, I don't. I I think the fact that you're gonna spend Draymond the next day for for doing nothing, for swiping his hand up and not even making contact with the guy. Nope, nope. It's his reputation. It's not about the incidents. His reputation. The the what that year? I think he had like the most technicals, right? Well, was yeah, that that's the year what, he had the most techs. Yeah, that was. And that's why he got that's why he got suspended. But I no, just ex- I, exactly, totally dude. you can't be the punk and then act somewhat like a punk and expect to not get punished, dude. That's when you bad. when you have the reputation, you have the reputation. It's it's so bad. I mean, even now, Draymond can't even say a word. If he says a word, they tee him up. Which no, I guess I know, sometimes dude. sometimes he has to cool it, but these refs are out to get him, bro. He's like one player that the refs are just out to get. They don't want to hear anything from him. But LeBron over here, LeBron could say anything. If LeBron does what Draymond does, they let him talk and they let him cry the whole time. It doesn't yeah, matter. You know, you know why? He's, he's the king. He's the king, boy. Yeah, the king. he's the self-proclaimed king. Like, whatever. He's the queen. That's what he is. He, he I mean, I'll say we had a little LeBron, little LeBron discussion. I think LeBron has done – more harm to the NBA than he actually has done good. <laughs> yeah. How, what harm has he brought to the game of basketball? I'll tell you. First off, the guy flops like a fish when he's out there. He flops like crazy, and he encourages that because when you have the poster child of the NBA flopping and crying and whining about almost everything, people are going to do it. Young guys coming up, they're going to do it. Everyone's going to do it because it's okay if, the, if, if LeBron does it. Um, all these guys start to do it now. And LeBron's obviously not the only one, but he does it the most. And he's the biggest reason LeBron could say or get away with anything he could do. He doesn't matter. LeBron doesn't get suspended. LeBron doesn't get ejected. He doesn't get teed up. It's very rare for that, for any of that to happen to him because he just sits there and he cries and whines about every call. No, but he says the right words. He's not like Draymond. Who's like, Swear word, swear word, swear word, boom in your face. Le- if LeBron's like pleading his case, he's like, look at it, bro, you slap my arm. Slap my arm. They, they all they, they do that too, man. I think I mean I, I'll give you that. If Draymond's gonna go out there and start cussing out a ref, tee him up. That, that's fair. But it's not every time he does that. And I and I can guarantee you LeBron has probably cussed out a ref many times. They haven't they haven't uh teed him up, but I think that you know, every time you see LeBron almost every play, it's like he influenced the Lakers. It's like the, the whole Lakers do it too. It's like they practice that in practice. They like they have they have these like scenes to go over, like to make sure that they know what they know what to do in these certain situations. Like, okay, all you guys gotta start like shrugging and like doing stuff like that because they all don't. That's that's what it is, and that's the harm he brought to the game. Let's be real, LeBron. He hasn't impacted the game in a good way, and that, that's not saying LeBron was just a good player. He didn't impact the game. Michael Jordan made it a guards league. Steph Curry changed the way the whole game was played. No, oh, LeBron was- James, LeBron James impacted the game. He's a six eight mobile four point three runner who dunks, mm-hmm. who shoots threes, who gets rebounds. He is the prototype basketball player, and that's what they said about him coming up. 
Six uh, eight, big body. You can't really find no one like LeBron. He is a big guy. That that's true. You can't find no one like he's LeBron. a prototype. They call him the, the prototype. Freak of nature. He's and it's not even like he changed the game of basketball. You know, Curry shoots three pointers that are deep as hell. Like he might have changed the game. I see. I pull up to a St. Peter's game. I see kids airballing ten feet short from Curry, ten feet short. I'm like, <laughs> I see people Kobe airball. Like you know, you could say that they might have impacted the game negatively, but um, LeBron has mo- so many eyes to the game of basketball. He's been in ten championships in what eighteen years? That's more than half every championship you are watching LeBron James play. I'll give you that. He's he's brought eyes to the game. I'll I'll say that because he has. That's just the truth. Um, but I think it's more than back to us about like Steph and them. I think it's more than changing the game and impact it's more of i mean he revolutionized the game and that's how games that's how sports are nowadays they revolutionize and they change as it goes and steph curry was the one to do that so i think i mean i think it's positive i think it just he made it more of a he made it a little guys league now look at all these little guys flourishing um but like i said i just think that sure lebron brought eyes to the game if lebron wasn't here the nba would still be high in viewership no doubt but less flopping it's just different when lebron's playing like even when I'm with people, you know, that don't watch the NBA, but if LeBron's on, they're like, oh, is LeBron on? I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's watch it. You think people <laughs> want to watch Devin Booker? Like, I'd rather, you know, like, I'd rather my, watch. Like I'd my rather. girlfriend and her friends, they don't know Devin Booker. They know LeBron. They know Stephen Curry. They know Kevin Durant. They don't know Devin Booker. You know? I'd, I'd rather why. watch Devin Booker. I'd I mean, watch you, <laughs> but the, gir- the girls that I'm with, I'm like, let's watch some basketball. They're like, mm. I'm like, LeBron, LeBron, let's go. They're like, eh. They don't know because they don't know anything. They don't. They don't. They don't know about the NBA, and they don't that's know that LeBron's. The, that's why the viewership is so high, though. When LeBron's in a championship, the viewership is really high. It really is. Like if you look at it, dude, you can pull up some some ratings, dude. It's like Tom Brady in a championship. You know, he brings that Tom Brady's in the champion. Let's see what Tom Brady does. And I I I don't disagree about LeBron freaking flopping, bro. It pisses me off. I'm gonna stop being a baby. You're my guy. I don't want you to be a baby out there. I want you to be like the big dog, but sometimes he does act like a little baby. Yeah. I can't deny that. He does. That's my biggest point. But uh yeah, I mean that those that that's my feelings about LeBron. Uh but at least he he's not even gonna be in the playoff. He had three more wins than the Sacramento Kings this year. So oh god, dude. You're bringing out one year, dude. Good, good job. Guys. Hey, that's that's good uh, for him. Hey, we got wins. a championship not too long ago. When was the last time you guys won a championship? 2018. But yep. If let's see the Lakers win a real one with LeBron. Really? And then I'll be you you can come back. You can come you back. Know, you, you haven't won since 2018, and we are a 2020 championship team with more eyes than the Warriors mm-hmm. do. You guys are a B yeah. straight B team, not B a plus. B plus. I wouldn't even say B plus. A minus. Auto Porter ain't a B plus. Auto Porter may not be a B plus, but Auto Porter's Auto Porter's nice, bro. Sometimes, once in a while, (laughs) there's a few guys that need to go on the Warriors. I will say, but uh, I like Auto Porter. I don't dislike Auto Porter. I don't dislike. Put him in the game against uh, the Suns for me, please. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll beat Phoenix, but I will say since we're talking about it, a few guys that need to go. Uh, if the Warriors management, if you're listening, I would love for you to take this advice. Nemanja Bielitsa, gone. Damian Lee, gone. Juan Scano Anderson, gone. And Chris Chioza, gone. Those guys need to go. Oh, and Andrew Wiggins, he's got to be traded. 
why? I like Wiggins. He he provides defensive presence. No, he's 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 making too much money. Uh, we're gonna have to pay Jordan Poole soon anyway. So Wiggins making too much money right now. And I think if we just trade him for we let Kaminga slide into that starting lineup, and we uh we we trade Wiggins for like two pieces off the bench, like a like a big and a shooter. Give me it all day. You can't all start Kaminga over Wiggins. There's no oh, there's yeah. no three point oh, yeah. line. It's just kind of like uh. It messes up. You know how Wiggins can stay on the three-point line? Kaminga don't shoot threes, you know? So you have Draymond, who's an alibi, Looney alibi, and then you have now Kaminga. Now just guard the three-point line against Steph, and they're they're screwed. The Warriors are screwed. You need someone like Wiggins. You really do. Man, but he's not even that. He's not even consistent with it. At he's least consistent enough to be able to get some attention nah. out there, you know? Hand in his face. You're, you're not letting him shoot open. I don't know if he's consistent enough. I think Kaminga, at least he's getting better. At least he's got a, at least we don't even know what Kaminga's ceiling is. Like Kaminga's crazy. He's got star potential. And I think his shot is getting better as the season goes on. Wiggins, dude, he'll like, he just bricks all the time. And he's a brick from the free throw line. Holy <laughs> cow, bro. The guy can't even hit a free throw. Oh, it bothers me, bro. I'm, I'm anti Wiggins right now. I like him, but for the amount of money he's making for his production, See ya. Hey, send yeah. him over here. Send him over to the Nets. Take him. Give me Seth Curry. Give me Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. I'll do that deal right now in a heartbeat. I'd literally do that deal. Um, I don't know. Seth Curry is a little piece. He's coming up, dude. He's getting he's more crazy. attention every year. Seth Curry's crazy. I like Seth Curry, dude. Yeah, he he fits the Nets. I just wish he's a little taller, dude. He's a little. Dope. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seth Curry's good, dude. He's crazy. Um, but all right. You got anything else about the NBA you want to talk about? Because that was all I had. Um, NFL. Nah, I think I think um, we covered it up. We got everybody yeah. who we wait. Who do you think's gonna win? Who Who do you think is just gonna win it all this year? You got the Bucks. You said the Bucks, right? Yeah, Milwaukee. I I, I I'm gonna have to say the Suns, but then my second team's the Heat. I think the Heat get it done this year. I like it. I think they could, dude. They should. Heat. Um. But yeah, man. So it's gonna be fun. NBA playoffs start today. Well, technically yep. they start Saturday, but the plans today. So I count that as playoffs. Um, but anyways, let's hop into some NFL, man. Uh, we're right. both we're both big Niner fans. Um, sure. I, I know we had a few differing opinions last season. I think we had a few conversations about Jimmy yeah. G and all that. But um, I low key uh, comment on your TikToks as a ghost account. I'm like, this take is bad. Oh, that's you, LMAO, funny man. <laughs> that's yeah, you dude yes it is i'm like bad take get it out of here that's funny dude i, <laughs> I was wondering because it said it was from your contacts and i was like who is it dude that's so yeah. funny that's yeah, so me the ghoster that's <laughs> that's funny dude but um i i always stand by how i feel about jimmy g um but you know there's a lot going on with the niners and debo samuel and jimmy g right now uh yeah yeah. What are you thinking? What are your just general opinions on it all? General opinion. First thing I got to say is I'm not paying Debo Samuel 25 or $30 million a year. That is too much money. Thank the Jaguars for messing up this whole market because they wanted to sign Christian Kirk and Zay Jones to these massive deals. Screw them because now every wide receiver is like, I want the max. I want damn near max. And it hurts us because Debo just had finally just one good season. He's been injury prone before, dude. Like literally two seasons ago, I think he played like four games. 
Like it's frustrating. I don't know why he's he's being a baby about this. Take some, take a good, good cut, and let's win a championship. That's how it is for me. I like Debo a lot, obviously, and and he carried our offense last year. But I 100% agree with you. I I'm I'm not paying Debo all that money. I guess I'll pay him like. 21 max maybe 21 million i guess um i don't want to pay maybe 22 30 million is too much for a guy who's never healthy who had one breakout season and i'm not saying he can't keep it up but let's be real dude his play style and this offense number one i don't think he produces that anywhere else but number two that's recipe for injury i mean (laughs) guys getting guys getting run up the middle all the time he's like running and receiving on every down it's it's Debo's going to get hurt at some point playing like this. So $30 million for four or five seasons, it's that's going to come back and bite us. We don't want to do the same thing we did to Jimmy, bro. Give yeah, that guy a way like, too big a contract. You see around the league, like the Cowboys signed Ezekiel Elliott for a fat deal. And now you have Tony Pollard almost playing better than Ezekiel Elliott. Christian McCaffrey signs the max. Look at him, injury prone, fantasy. Get out of there, fantasy. <laughs> I had my boy pick him. Never again. I'm never picking C-Mac again. So yeah. you got these RBs that are just not healthy enough, dude. And you're right. Debo is running downhill every time he has a ball in his hand at like 22 miles per hour. Boom, with his shoulder pad. Like, mm-hmm. it's a big contact every time. He's going to get hurt. Yeah, he sure. is. And it's, a, it's like a, he's going to have a short career if he keeps playing like that. And he's super effective. And he was really valuable for us. And there's no doubt about that. But it's too much money for us, especially when we got to pay guys. Like, we got to pay Nick Bosa. Give him all the money yeah, he wants. I know. I'm, go- I know. I'm good with that. Nick Bosa's, you know, he's a threat on every single down, um, especially coming off an of ACL tear, and he's still playing this well. Get you pay Nick Bosa. Get Jimmy G's contract off the books, please. I don't know why he's still on the roster. Yeah, we, we need to get rid of Jimmy. I'd rather them make the decision of keeping Jimmy, but now just having him floating around like he's freaking Dwayne – or sorry, not Dwayne, sorry, that was – Wrong, wrong name. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Dwayne. Rest in meant peace. To say, meant, meant to say someone else. I was, forgot what I was gonna say. But um, you know those QBs that are good that are just like around a team that don't really do anything. Oh That's yeah. It's kind of like what Jimmy's Jimmy's in right now. Like he he has a big contract. You know he's he's just gonna cause fiction. Fiction back of Shanahan's head. He's like Lance Jimmy. You know. Too much money, dude. For yeah, a, I'm, I'm. What were we gonna say? If he's going to stay on this team as a backup, I guess that's fine, even though I can't stand the guy. But if he's going to be a backup, $25 million for a backup, it's way too much money, bro. Not even close. Um, So I don't know what they're going to do, man. And the fact that he's on the roster still scares me. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I was all – I want to trade to start last year. They should have got rid of Jimmy a long time ago. But um, I felt like that's wrong, though. I felt like Jimmy's place – to start last year was correct, but heading into this year, I'm ready to move past Jimmy. Last year was too early. I, I think I saw you saying put Trey in. He, he wasn't ready last year. We saw it, dude. He was donut against the Texans in the first half. Against the Texans. Trey Lance. Yeah, but second half, he looked really good. Um, yeah, he looked but- better than Jimmy. Trey Lance's second half against the Texans looked better than Jimmy a lot of the time. The, but then look at the Cardinals game. What did Trey Lance do there? What, they put up a field goal in the first half? Yeah, they that didn't is have inconsistent. Yeah, but I'd rather have I'd rather have a guy out there like Trey Lance. I didn't think Trey Lance maybe shouldn't have started right off the bat, but I think after week five, maybe 
you start him and you don't look back. Give him a few weeks to learn it in game or like watching the games happen. But Trey, I'd rather have a guy out there like Trey who can, who has upside and who actually has potential to do something great. When we know Jimmy's ceiling, he's not getting any better. It's the same thing every single game, every week. Jimmy does the same things: high and throws. We win a lot, though. You can't deny. You, you we can't. win. We win in spite of him. It has nothing it's to do not with him. Not in spite. We are. Yeah. No, it's it, in spite. Thirty-five and fifteen with Jimmy as QB. Has That's nothing to do with him. Unbelievable. That's Am I not? But he is out there controlling the game. I like his handoff motion. His handoff motion is good, dude. It's perfect. Up in the chest. Is that his biz? That's his. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. He, uh, the 49ers win games in spite of him. He, uh, all he does is make it harder for us. I honestly think maybe Trey would have looked a little rusty, um, in a few games, but his ceiling is insanely higher than Jimmy's. And I think that was the best call last year. Jimmy, no Jimmy, Jimmy, it. Jimmy had so many screw ups last year, like that were so insanely costly, bro. Last, uh, last regular season game against the Rams, he played so bad. We just got lucky because our defense and Debo Samuel are really good. Um, and then we played uh, Dallas, trash. He almost threw the game away at the end. Green Bay, uh, he, he did fine against Dallas. Mm, we did good, dude. We, I, we I give him the whole game. The first half, Jimmy played fine. Second half. For this veteran guy who's supposed to be this winner, he literally was the sole reason we almost lost that game. I think we it's Shanahan, dude. It's Shanahan I like that to too. Blame. I like that too because I'm not a big Shanahan fan either. Neither am I, dude. Like my biggest pet peeve is against the Rams <laughs> NFC Championship, fourth and two, fourth and two on their forty. You know, Robbie's old old ass can't kick a field goal from that far, <laughs> so it's either punt, or go for it. He says punt. Yeah. Come on, dude. You need to whip out your freaking balls and let's get it going. You know, like he's like shriveled up, like, oh, punt. I'm like, dang, dude, let's go. I agree. I'm with annoying. you, man. That was tough. I, I mean, Shanahan plays too conservatively. He plays too, like, he, he plays Way not to, he, pl- he plays not to lose. He, that, that's what he I looks know. for. That's a good point right there, dude, is play not to lose. You don't play to win. You know, we've seen it against Brady in the freaking Super Bowl. Like, how do you give that up, dude? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I was scared, dude. I was like that because we got him right after that. I was like, oh, gosh, like we're going to get this guy who just, you know, was up 28 to three and then somehow lost it. And then, you know, his his strategy in the second half of that game was awful. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, and then we we come get him and Jimmy and Jimmy and Shanahan in 2019 were the biggest reasons why we lost the Super Bowl. No, I, I totally agree. We are winning at the first half up by. 10 Man. points in the fourth quarter against the Chiefs, and we gave it away. We gave it Jimmy, away, dude. Jimmy G. No, nah, we Jimmy ran G, the ball bro. too much. Ran the ball to most that too. too much. We, they were stuffing it. Well, I, I don't know. I think I think we should have resorted back because we kind of stepped away from it at some point during that game, and then you put the ball. Well, that's our issue. This is where the issue lies here is that we have Mostert, who was absolutely killing it. Chiefs start to they start to stuff it. And then we got to put the ball to Jimmy G's hands. And then he chokes it away because that's what he does best. And then we just we just keep throwing the ball. I mean, I honestly think we would have had a better chance to keep running the ball. But when you got a guy like Jimmy G out there who can't make a, a simple pass, I mean, he's going to hold you back big time. 
I mean, we know Jimmy makes passes. We we've seen it. We've seen it. Champ- yeah, but he's been, he's, a, he's been to the Super Bowl, been to the he's championship. A, he's a starting quarterback, and his ratio is not very good. I would say. Jimmy's bad. Jimmy's a bottom tier quarterback in the league. I don't know how you feel about that, but I think he's probably bottom nine I would, or bottom I, eight. I put a, I put him in the middle. His win percentage, all the dudes in the bottom fifteen are not even close to his win yeah, percentage. Yeah, but like if not you, even close. You put any of those guys on the 49ers with that defense, dude, they're doing the same thing. Maybe better. Who knows? They might have a little bit of upside and make I mean, make some we better. We could throws. all say that, but Trey Lance didn't do that last year. He was god-awful when he was in. He played twice. The Cardinals game wasn't very good. I blame the Cardinals game. A That's his first ever pro game. I'm going to expect that. Also, Shanahan ran him way too many times in that game. Um, yeah. But against the Goal Texans, line, I've seen yeah, that. way too many, bro. It's like he's going to get hurt that way. Um Against Houston, first half, not very good. Second half, that's all I ask is for him to make adjustments and figure it out, and that's what he did in the second half. For a young guy like that, he made the adjustments, and then he, you know, I, he played pretty well. I mean, he played, he looked better than Jimmy did most of the season in that in that half of football against the worst <laughs> team who has Brian Cushing as a hey, linebacker, hey, hey, forty it, years old. It's still the NFL, man. I mean, for a rookie quarterback to come in and do that, I think it's a, I think but it's you impressive. know they were the last team this year they were the worst team and he had zero points on the board at first half we probably would have been in the same situation with jimmy g now nah. nah, we, we would probably. we put up points we put up mm, points dude i don't know i i really don't think so um like like literally as like a better i bet on the niners and i get wins from jimmy g that's how i look at it dude Everybody's like, oh, he played like shit, dude. We almost lost to the Jimmy, but we win. Win. Yeah, it's all I'll, about winning, right? Well, yeah, follow, yeah, winning. sure. It is about winning. And I mean, but it's he's not the reason for that. And my point is that the 49ers should have done something a while ago to replace that because he he holds us back. Note if we have almost any other quarterback in the league, not any other, a lot, like a lot of quarterbacks, we honestly we wouldn't be in a lot of positions that we were already in, and we probably would have at least two Super Bowls right now. Let's can we look at some QB stats? You want to look at like some quarterbacks that I'd rather have? No, th- this year let's look at comparison where everybody's at. Let's right, just let's... see you. You say Jimmy G is the bottom nine quarterback. Let's see if that's the stats. Why? Well, I can, yeah. Uh, well, that's in my opinion, I'd rather have probably like 22 other quarterbacks. Um, I'm not, but we looking... also have to consider the fact that we run the ball. 75 percent of the time that's why we win any other quarterback can do that put him in there to run the ball you know um i'm trying to find a list of the like of quarterback here let me i don't i can't find one but let me name you quarterbacks i'd rather have and then let me see what you think about it all right okay we'll start with the easy ones mahomes josh allen aaron Rodgers, tom brady russell wilson deshaun watson justin herbert nah 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 Okay, Jimmy you're lying. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was like, whoa. No, I'm kidding. I'm top kidding. seven quarterbacks in the league. Those are the top seven quarterbacks in the league. Next okay. group, you got, you know, Lamar, Dak, Kyler, Stafford, Burrow, Kirk, Carr. Carr's above all those guys, by the way. I don't know why I said him last. This is in order, I've seen though. that. He really isn't, dude. He hasn't done <laughs> anything in his career. Derek Carr hasn't won a playoff game in his career. Who, who do you think or, or he's ma- a – Dude, 
the guys in front of them have been to the Super Bowl, have been to the NFC Championship, have freaking better stats. The Cars- Raiders are an eight and eight team every year, and Derek Carr has talent around him, and it's god awful. Well, they had ten wins last year. Um, and what they Car- do? Their Losing defense. The round? They were one. They were ten yards away from beating the team who went to the Super Bowl. With the with the defense, they're they're that's the biggest problem with the Raiders is their their defense isn't amazing. That's kind of what's been holding them back. Now I mean they, now have they got studs though. Well now they do, especially with Chandler Jones too. Not their def- Chandler. Last year we have a they're, lot of names: Abram, freaking Crosby, Crosby, Crosby's a beast, Littleton, even Corey Littleton out there, linebacker. Man, the rate uh, Derek. Watch this year. Oh, I got a hot take for you, bro. <laughs> Derek Carr MVP this year. That's my that's my pick. But anyways, let's get back to Jimmy G. Bro. I mean, he has Devontae <laughs> Adams and Darren Waller. That's top two receiver and top three tight end. If you yep. can't get somewhere with that, I don't know what to tell you. This is his he will. Test. He will. Um, so anyway, so I was at like, oh shoot. I was at then I had Kyler Stafford, Burrow, Dak, Kirk, Lamar, Carr. That's 14. Um, okay. now let's look. This through. next seven is gonna be interesting. So that's 14. Matt Ryan. I don't like Matt Ryan. Jimmy G over Matt Ryan. 100%. I, dis- I disagree. With that. Last three seasons, Ryan hasn't done anything. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, I, I'm telling you, bro, if we put these guys onto the onto the Niners, bro, the, look how much harder it is for the Niners to win games when Jimmy's out there. He, he makes it so tough. He, he doesn't make it easy on him. And I think so many quarterbacks can do – the same, if not better, than he can out there. Um, you know, who else can I go with here? This is a hot take. Well, no, Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz easy um, is better. <laughs> no, uh, no, really? He's god awful. You hear the courts, the Colts. Bro, yeah, but the Colts Jimmy's, like get out of here. Jimmy's god awful, dude. The they one wanted thing I'll, to trade for Jimmy. The one thing I'll give Jimmy is his leadership. Is he seems like a really good guy, and the players like him a lot. That's what I'll yeah. give him. I'll give him that because he has that. That's like sixteen. I think I'm at like sixteen now. Um, Jalen Hurts. All, he has Robin. better. He has a better uh, ceiling, obviously. But Jalen Hurts, right now, honestly, yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is better than Jimmy. But Carson yeah. Wentz and Matt Ryan are skeptical, and you could argue uh, it, bro. Uh, Jared Goff. I like Goff. Goff, Boom. he's a solid. He's better than Jimmy. I'll take Goff yep. over Jimmy. Me too. Mac Jones. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Ryan Tannehill. Honestly, maybe. Like, I think I, I think I'm at 20 now. Uh, I'm getting close to it. I'm, but there, the competition is not like here. It, now we're like okay, everybody that now it's close. Is, I'll say it's close. Yeah, now it's close, but still, there's a lot more guys that I'd rather have uh, than Garoppolo on the Niners. Trey Lance. You know, I, I'm, I'm just hoping Trey Lance can do it this year because last year I wasn't a fan. Coming into this year, he's got another training camp. Let's see it. Yeah, Let's I think he will. I got a lot of faith in him, and I know he's kind of a question mark because he played in North Dakota State, and they're not yeah. you know, Division One, and yeah, uh, he's had some question marks. But I like Trey Lance a lot. I think he'll be fine. Um, you know, it'll take a little, it'll take some rookie mistakes and get those out the way. But I think overall, Trey Lance is gonna be fine. Um, but yeah, those are my uh, those are the quarterbacks. I think is better than Jimmy. I, I think Jimmy's he, he sets us 
down a lot, but you know, we'll see how the Niners do this year. I'm expecting another playoff run. I mean, okay, we got Trey Lance. You know, I like, I we have a really tough schedule, and you know, I, so, I thought I disagreed. I thought it was kind of easy. It was you know, very we, easy. Well, first we got to go against the NFC West, which is the Rams twice and Arizona twice. Who knows how but Arizona's going to be? But you, you Seahawks know. are one of the worst teams. Seahawks in the league are now. not good, so that's yeah. Seahawks are bad, but we got the whole AFC West. Boom. That's that's like well, let's pull up the tough. schedule and we could discuss. Yep. Let's see here. I mean, the AFC West, that's the best division in the league, and it's not even close. Um, so Is that the Broncos and the Chiefs? That's Chargers? Bronco, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Um, we have a few easy games here, so let's see. We got uh, Washington. That should be a win. W. Um, Arizona. W. We might split. Skeptical. We might yeah, split I think with a them. split. I think a split is good. Atlanta should beat Atlanta. Oh yeah, uh, Carolina especially sh- should be. Yep, those are easy wins right there. That's oh. what week week four and we're three and one. Yeah, uh, Denver, that can go either way. That really could. Raiders, same thing. Yeah, especially because uh, the 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 conflict between us. Yeah. Like get, someone always is close. Um, Rams, Arizona Rams. Oh, mm. that's a tough stretch. That's a tough one. <clears throat> um, I mean, th- that's obviously we have the Rams number in the regular season, but, you know, obviously they're really good. So who knows how those are going to go? Um, Seattle should be a win, even though they always find a way to beat us. Yeah. Uh, um, New Orleans should be a win. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're obviously good. Who knows how that's going to go? Kansas City probably. Will are we lose back that. to back? Tampa Bay, Kansas City. And then the Chargers right after. Are you serious? Three teams oh, that are just. Wait a minute. This might not be in order. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, there's no way the schedulers did that to us. <laughs> it actually, it might be not in order. Now that I'm looking. I don't know if the dates were announced actually yet. I'm just reading off this. Oh, list. it's just the home and away games. Is that what so, they announced? Well, it, yeah, they did. But this says 49ers schedule and it like lists all the games in a row. So I thought it was in order, but. It says date to be announced. So, oh, okay. So this isn't in order. But anyway, and then after that, we have Seattle, Chicago, Miami. Miami's going to be good. Chicago should be a win, though. Um, I like our schedule. I'm, I'm feeling like a, a, a 10 and seven or 10 and I, six, 11 and six. I'd be happy with 10 wins. Um, I hope we can get 10 wins. I mean, but, we have a ceiling to do really well, but with this Debo situation going on, dude, it's, it's kind of stressing me out. Yeah, I mean it is because it's it, do we need I mean we need Debo to to be there and kind of cuz he I mean he carried our offense last year man I think he'll be Yeah. The load will be off with Trey in there but I think that you know without Debo cuz he's so valuable I don't know what we're going to do. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. So but yeah, I mean the Niners they got they got some things to work out. John Lynch, I'm not a big John Lynch guy either but um I think your expectations are a little high. <laughs> no, I, I, I think, I think they're realistic. I think that, I mean, I think we can look at John Lynch's pick record. Not very good. He's had a few good ones, uh, but overall it's not amazing. Gosh. It's like with John Lynch, it's like the guys we expect to be beasts or not. And our third, fourth, fifth rounders <laughs> are George Kittle, Debo, 
late yeah. in the round. And then we're over here picking that D Lyman Kinlaw. Yeah. Where are you at, dude? He needs to step it up this year. He if he's not out there, dude, I'm you're hearing a getting a tomato. I'm hucking it when he's on the <laughs> sideline, dude. I need to see you out there. You're like a top 15 pick, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I mean, he was supposed to be really good, especially because we're expecting him to fill Buckner's shoes because that's who we yeah. traded him for, essentially. So that's the worst trade that that like ruined us. Yeah, like, and I I agree. I, I I mean, if they really had to trade somebody, I would have rather traded Armstead. I like Armstead, but I would have rather traded him away. But to trade Buckner for Kinlaw, I mean, look at that value wise right now. That is awful. We completely lost that Holy deal. Holy God. Yeah, we really I mean, did. Buckner is one of the best linemen in the league right now. So like a bag of chips for D- DeForest Buckner. I know, dude. The heck are they doing? But. Anyways, so yeah, man, I'm I'm hoping John Lynch can figure it out. Uh, Shanahan, they can all do their, they can all figure this whole situation out, and hopefully keep Debo for a decent amount of money, but yeah, not too yeah. much. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's the plan. That's the only thing the Niners need to focus on: Debo Samuel. Everything else is looking like it's coming back. Surprise, yeah. Bosa haven't asked for his contract yet. He's still on a rookie, right? Yeah, that's he should, brutal. He he should be soon. I hope. So man, we kind of we need both of we need him we need to extend him. It's next year, huh? Hopefully it's next no, year. No, I I think I think they're eligible to extend him this year. Um, so hopefully it happens at some point. I mean, with the money being tight with Debo, I don't think we can do both. It's one or the other. I'd rather go both of them. I really too. Do. I, I'd rather go both of too. I mean, Debo can't be getting money with like I mean the same amount of money, more money than Devontae Adams. I mean, it's like, who would you rather have? It's not oh even my like, God. Yeah. Like Devontae Adams. And, like, and Tyree Kill, too, dude. Yeah, like, Tyree Kill. Like, you got like 30 mil. Like, Debo. That's what bro. Debo's asking. He, I heard the price yeah. is like over 25, like 26, 27. Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm about to throw up. That's terrible. I, I heard that Debo said, I don't know how accurate this is, but this is what the word was was that Debo wants to become the highest paid non quarterback. Because of his value oh, to the Niners, Lord. which would mean, I mean, the highest paid non-quarterback right now is Tyreek Hill with $30 million a year. So that that was the that was the thing going around that that's what Debo said. I don't know how true it was. It looked pretty real, but again, I don't know. But if if Debo wants 30 over $30 million, then we gotta get a haul for him. We gotta we gotta ship him out. Because yeah. That's, yeah. that's too much money, bro. That's yeah. too much money, bro. Here's a here's a plane ticket. You know, yeah, dude. I'll pack your bags. Um, anyways, you got any other, any, any other topics or any other questions you got for me before we wrap this up? Nah, dude, I, I had a fun time on the pod, dude. Thank you for having me on. I had a good time, Zach. Yeah, man. Appreciate right it. on for coming. I appreciate you coming on. It was a lot of fun. We'll definitely have you back at some point. Um, anyone listening, anyone still listening right on for listening. Thank you. Um, we're gonna, you can check me out on, uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, my link, you could check my, I got all the links in my Instagram bio. Um, and you could, you could listen to this anywhere, obviously. And uh, check me out on Instagram. I think it's, man, it's all different. It's like the night shift podcast or the night shift pod. I'll have to check, but <laughs> something like that. But go, <laughs> ch- go check it out for me. I got to memorize those. But anyways, I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace. Peace.